0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Do you deal with anxiety, worry, maybe uneasiness? Is your first reaction to things that come up against you, is it fear or is it faith? And I want to ask with everything going on in the world, does it continually make you anxious? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you to live a life that is fearlessly free so that you can stop hiding, so that you can show up fully yourself in all your funness or quirkiness or whatever your personality is, and that you can do what God has called you to do, can live your life with purpose, and you can do it courageously. Now, today, I am going to be talking to you if you deal with anxiety, if you deal with worry, and, and you deal with it on a regular basis. I'm also going to be talking to you if, if your first response to the issues of life is fear or worry. And I'm also going to be talking to you. If you look at the world and you look at the problems and you look at the issues that are coming and you know you can't fix it, but it still brings you anxiety. I'm going to tell you that is me. Now, as a nine on the Enneagram, as a peacemaker, I honestly avoid a lot of news. I don't really listen to it because honestly, they sell drama. That's what they do. They tend to not talk about all the good things going on in the world. They tend to tend to let you know what negative things are going on. And I don't like that. I don't enjoy it. It makes me anxious. It bothers me. It will actually make me angry. And I'm a talker. Like, I'll talk to the TV or I'll, I'll talk to, you know, whatever form of media I'm listening to or reading. And it's actually pretty funny. Uh, my husband always gets a kick out of it. So I kind of honestly am like an ostrich putting my head in the sand. And I pray and and I stay aware. And here's how I stay aware. My husband actually filters things for me. So my husband is my filter. And so we'll talk. He keeps up with things. He lets me know what's going on. And there will be certain things that he says Maybe a certain law that's passed or a certain situation that happens. And I get really anxious. Like my my gut, like I can feel it in my gut. And I get worried. And then my mind starts going into all the what ifs. And the, this could happen and that could happen. And what if this happens? And, you know, it... It never goes to the positive side when that happens. It goes to the negative side, like of all the negative things that could come up. So if you're anything like me and, and, and that kind of stuff happens where something happens and then boom, anxiety hits you and you're like, I don't like living like this. This is not something I want to carry and hold because honestly, it, I don't feel good. Um, mentally, physically, emotionally, it it wears me out. And I don't want to live my life like that. And so over the years, I have been working on studying and understanding how anxiety works and how do we overcome it. And I want to share with you three simple steps They're going to help you release anxiety. These are things, this is stuff that I have implemented myself and it helps me to let go of that anxiety when it comes up because it does. It comes up, I'm going to be honest, it comes up on a regular basis. Um, I look really calm and cool and collected on the outside, but like I get really anxious and worried on the inside. I'm just, you know, I'm just good at not showing it. But I'm letting you know so that you know you're not alone. And I want to share with you the things that have worked for me and that I've found in scripture that God has made a way for us to let go of that anxiety. So I'm going to share that with you today. Are you ready? All right. I'm going to start with Philippians 4, 6. And here Paul is telling us, he says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Now this word, anxious, don't be anxious about anything. So it, that anxiety literally is talking about that in the Greek. So that's the language that this scripture was written in originally. It means dividing and fracturing a person's being into parts. We are literally And figuratively worrying ourselves to pieces from the inside out. That is what anxiety does to us. That's why it feels like my, my stomach is churning and like it's, you're physically worrying yourself from the inside out. And what does this anxiety do to our joy? Like, I know for me, my joy goes right out the window. It doesn't produce anything good in my life. Now, there are so many things in life that, you know what, honestly, we can't control. We can't control what the politicians dictate. Yes, I can vote for them. But then, man, once they're in office, (laughs) it's up to them what, what way they choose to vote. You know, we can't control an epidemic. We can't control other people's responses to it. We can't even control our loved ones. Have you, have you tried? Like it doesn't work, does it? Anxiety comes when we're feeling out of control. So in that moment, when Bob shared a a particular thing with me about a particular bill that was passed, I had zero control over that. And it brought me anxiety because I couldn't do anything about it. And I was worrying about the ramifications of, of that. How was that going to affect me? However, there is one person we can control, and that's ourselves. So let's go back to anxiety. I want to take you back to a principle that I've been sharing with you, and I I used it to share my story of fainting, and it's the mind controls the brain, and the brain controls the body. So the mind, our thoughts, are connected to our brain. And so when we have a thought, it talks to our brain. And then our brain controls our body. So then our brain tells our body what to do. So we're literally physically feeling what we're thinking. Now, what that means is the anxiety that we're feeling in our body is really coming and stemming from our anxious thoughts. When our thoughts are anxious, we physically feel the anxiety in our body. Which also means that the reverse is true. When we think peaceful thoughts, what do we feel? We feel peace. If we feel, if we think joyful thoughts. Happy thoughts. What do we feel? feel joy. We feel happy. What about loving thoughts? We feel loving. So if our anxious thoughts make us feel anxious, how do we stop the anxious thoughts? How do we get to the root? Let's go to 2 Corinthians 10.5. Now I'm going to read this to you in the amplified version. And it's, we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Now, this scripture is instructing us to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I want you to notice, however, it doesn't say that Jesus is taking control of our thoughts. Jesus is not taking our thoughts captive. That's our job. It is our job to take our thoughts captive. And I'm going to tell you, just because your thought comes, doesn't mean you have to keep it. And I'm going to show you how. So here are three simple steps that are going to help you take your thoughts captive. Here are three simple steps that are going to help you take those anxious thoughts. And take them captive. So that you can... Start to feel at peace and joy instead of the anxiety that you're feeling. So number one, step one is awaken it. The first step to taking our thoughts captive is to awaken our minds to what we're thinking. Now, the average person, we think 50,000 thoughts a day. Some of us, hey, we are above average. And you need to ask yourself, are those 50,000 thoughts serving me? Or not. Many of us actually considered thinking like background noise. While we're, you know, engaging in some other activity. Have you ever, have you ever worked near a train track or an airport? Maybe, or maybe you lived by one. It's really noisy, isn't it? But have you noticed that after a while, you forget that the loud noise is even there? you You get used to it. It becomes white noise. Now, every area of our lives is touched by our thoughts. And no thought is neutral. They're either serving us or they're not. They're either giving us peace or they're giving us anxiety. They're bringing us joy or they could bring us fear. Start by becoming aware of what you're thinking on. And how are those thoughts affecting you, both both emotionally and physically? How are you affected? We must become aware. Now, a while back, I did something called an emotional journal. I did it for about a week. And it was broken into like 30-minute segments of the day. And in each half-hour slot, I tracked what I was feeling, and why I was feeling it. Now, the good and bad thought patterns became really apparent when I could just see it right there on the page. I saw what I was feeling, and I saw what I was thinking that caused that feeling. And it really brought an awareness to me. It brought the the patterns. And I recommend that you Do the same. You might try keeping a log for a week. You know, track what you're feeling and what thought made you feel that way. Honestly, even if you just did this for like one day, track your emotions and track the thoughts that are connected to that. Look for the patterns. Bring awareness. Now, remember, you cannot fix what we don't even know is an issue. So you need to awaken it. Become aware. Number two, examine it. So step two, we are going to examine the thoughts that are causing the pain, the anxiety, or any other negative emotion that you're feeling. We need to see if these thoughts are something that's helping us or if it's hurting us. Now, when you examine a thought you need to examine it next to whatever the best thought would be. And the best thought I could think of is to examine it and hold it up to what does God say? What does his word say? So Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This right here gives you everything you need to examine your thoughts by. So you need to look at that thought and you need to ask yourself, is this thought true? Is this thought pure? Is it noble? Is it a lovely thought? Is there actually anything excellent or praiseworthy about this thought? Now, if your answer is yes, then hey, hang on to the thought. Keep it. It's a good one. If your answer is no, then you need to proceed to step three. And step three is exchange it. We cannot think a negative thought and a positive thought. At the same time. They literally can't hold the same space. So to take our thoughts captive. um, Take those thoughts captive. That are dragging you down. And stealing your joy. We need to exchange it. We have to swap it out. Now. The most important part of this step. Is to figure out. What positive. Positive thoughts you're going to exchange. For that negative thought. And to do it ahead of time. You need to be proactive. It is hard, hard, hard to come up with a positive thought when you are in the middle of negativity. When you are in that emotional roller coaster or your anxiety is at a 10, it is super hard to come up with something positive at that moment. It's too much. So come up with the thoughts ahead of time. Help Help yourself by being prepared and ready for when the negative thoughts come. Look, you know they're coming. You know they're coming. So be prepared. It's it's like when we were a kid and we had to do the fire drills in school because we had to be prepared if there was ever a fire. We knew what to do. And we didn't do fire drills when we were in the middle of an actual fire. You did fire drills when there was nothing bad going on. You know where I live in the Midwest, we have tornado sirens go off the first Tuesday of every month. And what's fascinating is every time they go off, it's absolutely a beautiful sunny day. I don't know how it turns out that way, or, but that that is always what happens. So when you hear it, you know what it is. They make sure it's working. They're being proactive in case when a real tornado comes, they know them sirens are going to work still. So you're ready for the disaster. So what you're going to do is list out your most common negative thoughts that you have on a regular basis. Then, next to each thought, write down a corresponding positive thought that you can exchange it with. Now, this is beautiful because when you do it ahead of time, it's so much easier to come up with a positive thought to counteract the negative thought. You gives you time that you could even use scriptures and look those up. And I'm going to be honest, when I use scripture in a situation like this, I don't write out the entire scripture because when I am in the throes of anxiety, I'm not going to remember the whole scripture. It's just, I'm not. So I usually kind of paraphrase it into some form that I can remember. Now, a bonus. You learned what these are by becoming aware of your thoughts in step one. But now, when that negative thought comes, I want to exchange it with the positive thought. You can exchange the thought in your head. You can also exchange the thought by speaking the positive thought out loud, like we talked about in last episode when we were speaking out the positive. Our words are powerful. So when you hear yourself speak the positive thought, it gives you an extra mental boost. So there's a little bonus there. So don't just exchange the thought in your head. You can speak that out loud as well. Now, one more quick tip. You will not do this perfectly. You will end up with days that are up and down You're going to have good moments and you're going to have bad moments like we all do. But let the bad moments be just, just that moments. Your moment doesn't have to be an entire day. That bad moment doesn't have to take up the entire week. Let it be a moment. Give yourself grace. Grace is the key to keep yourself moving forward. So number one, awaken it. Keep awakening to your thoughts. Number two, examine it. Keep examining your thoughts to see if they're serving you or if they're not serving you. Are they bringing you joy and peace and love? Are they bringing you anxiety and worry and uneasiness? Examine those thoughts. And number three, exchange it. Keep exchanging that negative thought for the positive thoughts. And remember to do it proactively so that when you're in the moment of anxiety. When you are literally tearing yourself apart from the inside out. You are ready and prepared to swap out that negative thought. Because remember your mind controls your brain and your brain controls your body. You have the power to release anxiety. You can do this. Today is a new day and tomorrow is too. When you follow these steps, you are going to learn how to take your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. You're going to let go of the anxiety and you are going to experience more joy because of it. I know you can. I know you can do this. And remember, give yourself grace. Let The moments be moments and not take over your entire life. Anxiety is not your identity. That is not who you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, if you want to continue to live fearlessly free, you know you struggle with fear, you know you struggle with anxiety, and this is something that you've battled. I want you to get my re- my free resource. It's Three Habits to Live Fearlessly Free. Go to heatherlbunch.com. Right there on the homepage. You can sign up for it. Head over to your inbox. Click confirm. And I will get that worksheet to you in that next email. Go through that worksheet. When you work it, it will work for you. It will help you to overcome the fear. It's holding you back. And it's going to help you to change that negative conditioning that is causing you anxiety. And you are going to recondition yourself to think on those God thoughts. Those Philippian 4, eight thoughts of things that are true and worthy and noble and of good report. And this is going to give you a tangible tool to help you do it. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free.